Don't Wreck Yourself features words and situations that are not appropriate for young listeners. This show is only for adults and unsupervised juvenile delinquents of exquisite taste and refinement. Each week, Matt and Ryan look into claims they find online, answer your questions, and say bad words! Now your way is the only way, and my way is the only way to Fill the space between a hard place and a rock is all we do but we'll entertain the conversation that leads us to the truth. What do we know? What trips to telephones that are no different to you? Welcome to Don't Wreck Yourself. My name's Ryan Placetti, and I'm here to disentangle you from the Gordian knot of the internet's bullshit. And I'm Matt Saintsing, and I'm here to wade into the waters with our cetacean friends. Uh, but that's coming a little later in the episode. That's a little teaser. Uh, how talking are you doing? Talking about whales again. Talking Man, about wha- whales. it up. Different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's this, a whale fell from the sky after eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. You've literally just described every episode of our podcast. That should be the, I, I just, I just found the title of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I kind of want to just jump right into things. Yeah, let's uh, do it. This is from r slash random thoughts. Yet another subreddit that we have yet to explore. Oh, okay. How is this different from shower thoughts? Is this is, this happens? Well, these are thoughts these, that are not in the shower is what I'm getting. Well, I, I didn't say that they could be in the shower, but they are the, random. They're just thoughts. random. Okay. Whereas shower thoughts are very specific. They have a milieu. I gotcha. Okay. They got a funk to it. Yeah, yeah, it's shower thoughts definitely have a certain vibe. Okay. Whereas this is random thoughts, they could pop in at any point in time. Uh you never know, it is pure fucking chaos. Like quarks like like subatomic particles popping in and out of existence in our dimension. Oh, I got really excited cuz I I've, I've been watching a uh Chrono- I've been watching through the Star Trek series chronologically, and Quark is the name of the Frangie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's I was right. like, oh my god, are we going Trek? Are we going no, Trek? And the I answer know. is no. First of all, we uh, well, we could because I, I am a huge fan of Star Trek, but that's for that's another podcast entirely. That is another podcast. So this is from user General Weather 9644. And they ask, what's that song that goes do, 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 do. <laughs> I think I got that right. Do, 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 do. No, yeah. I think no, I think it's it's do, 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 because there's you were giving some inflection to it. And there's no I might have. Yeah. So we have no idea what the melody sounds like. We you just made it sound the like words. the Batman. You, you made it sound like the. Yeah. Yeah. The 1960s Batman theme song. It could be, though, because what's that song that goes do 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 do. No, it's, you're, you're even giving it the I'm giving it a ri- I'm giving it a rhythm so I don't mess up the number of do's. Well, what you do, I okay, do not I, want to mess it up. OK, well, do, well, or do you uh, listen <laughs> do do the do, my friend. This is a gorilla Mount, Mountain Dew gorilla marketing campaign. No, I, I, it's the baby shark song, right? It's got to be the baby shark song. Do, 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 do baby shark. Do, 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 right. You know, the baby shark. Yeah, song. yeah. It, it could also be that song from Third Eye Blind. Do, 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 Semi charm kind of life, which is about heroin for folks out there that don't know. Well, it's about crystal meth. It's no, I thought it was about like heroin addiction. He specifically says. It is it is a crystal meth addiction. OK. No, but there are references to the lyrics. There, there are, are references to heroin also. And, and cocaine and choking. Oh, well. Oh, like choking the choking on vomit after you OD. Okay. Yeah, because uh, they talk about bumps, which is definitely cocaine. Yep. 
Uh, smiling in the pictures you would take, doing crystal meth will lift you up until you break. It won't stop. It won't come down. I keep stock with a TikTok rhythm, a bump for the drop. Then I'm pretty sure that is rapper's delight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, doing I'm so it's lift you up till you break. We can say won't stop. I don't. I, I won't. <laughs> oh man! It won't stop. I won't come down. I keep stock with the TikTok rhythm and a bump All for right. the drop. And I don't want to have again. to pay for this. Song. I don't want to have to pay for this song. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah. I, I think we can just say it's about addiction in general. Right. But yeah. we don't need to know. Uh, this might not even be the song because when I look at the transcribed lyrics, it's do 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 do. Yeah, and it's D-O-O, not D-U. This is clearly uh, D-U in this uh Well, this I think post. we're kind of giving General Weather a little too much credit, I think, because it, it could be D-O-O. He could, he could mean that. This, yeah. is the, this is the internet, after all. It, it could just be a transcription error on the part of uh, General Weather. You think he went like, Alexa, what's that do-do-do song and I accidentally posted to Reddit? I don't know how he became a field-grade Weather. He should never have made it past Colonel if he can't <laughs> spell do. <laughs> It could also, also be the the theme from the Mario Brothers, uh, the like level two when you get into the underground, like do 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 do. Yeah, yeah, I know it that. Could be. Um, so, well, you know, I think this is an unanswerable question. We've answered it five different times, and we still don't know what the fuck's going on. No, uh, I think in this circumstance, we're going to need a little bit more information. Should we reach? <laughs> out, should we reach out to General Weather and say, "Hey, can you can you clarify the dues?" Can real you quick? sing this song to us and send us an audio file? <laughs> send it to wreckyourpod at gmail dot com. Yeah. This is our new Shazam like service where we <laughs> we identify one song from from, from the nineties from the nineteen nineties. <laughs> <laughs> we we use whatever transcribed onomatopoeia you can produce, and then we tell you what song we think it is. Okay, uh, honestly, I would pay for that. <laughs> I would pay for that. That sounds funny. Uh, but speaking of things that people would pay for, I came across a tweet. I was I found it on Reddit first, but it actually links back to an original Twitter post. So we're going to we're going to treat it as though it originated on Twitter and that we are Twitter savvy, uh, cool millennials that are either journalists, activists or Russian bots. All right. Well, I don't think that matters at all. We found it on the Internet is uh, is good enough. That is the shtick for our podcast. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I just don't want to like. I want people to think that we're diversifying our sources, and not just getting everything from Reddit. Okay. I want to lie to people. Is what this I'm is. Saying. This is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this was also on Reddit. I'm sure. Yeah. So this is a tweet that says breaking Leonardo DiCaprio's ex girlfriend Camilla Marone details the and this is in quotes the worst date of my life with the actor. The quote continues. He rented out a whole cinema and made me watch every single Star Wars movie while he ran around with his lightsaber pretending to fight bad guys. First reaction to that is uh, Camila doesn't know a good thing when she sees it, because that sounds awesome. I would love to do that with Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I would 100% watch every single Star Wars movie with him, and I would have fake lightsaber battles with with. Would you be willing Leo. to be the bad guy every time, though? Would you be? No, Leo's the bad guy every time. I mean, trust me. You think so? Dude, Leonardo. First of all, okay, well, let's, let's talk about the relationships of Leonardo DiCaprio. He only dates women for a few years at a time, and they remain the same age, even though he is advancing in his age. And he makes them all sign a non-disclosure agreement before they break up. So she's actually breaking, probably breaking her NDA. She could be in legal trouble, and he's a huge fucking asshole for doing that. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna believe. I'm not gonna, that I'm not gonna defend Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I, I, I have no, I have no skin in that game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, f- f- fun fact, myself, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Bill Clinton share the exact same Myers-Briggs personality. Oh, good. I thought, I thought this, 
Sorry, I thought this was going to be like, we were all in the same. I'm just like, why oh my God, no. would you? Why would you think well, that? Leonardo DiCaprio, Bill Clinton. Yeah, it's questionable, questionable. A questionable yeah. pattern that maybe we won't publish on this podcast. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, um, please delete that. Please edit out the stuff about. Which is true, but I just she does, she, she doesn't want me. You know, I'm going to make her sign a fucking non-disclosure agreement before we get married. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm honey. I would never. Um, and I hope she doesn't make me sign a prenup. <laughs> she should have had you sign a non-disclosure agreement before you started this podcast. Yeah, no, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll just hear from her lawyer in the future, I'm sure. <laughs> Or from her lawyer a long time ago in a galaxy far, yeah. far away. There you go. There <laughs> you go. Looks suspiciously like the future, but I assure you it is the past and quite distant. So I do want to defend Camila a little bit here because she says it's the worst date of my life. And if this is the worst date of your life, you've had a pretty easy dating life, your whole 19 years of life. But I would also say Leonardo DiCaprio, what a fucking asshole. Like, wouldn't you want to have a conversation? Hey, I was thinking, let's rent out a movie theater watch some Star Wars, get a bucket of chicken, maybe have some sex. We'll see where it takes us, you know? Um, But he was like, no, we're doing this. She makes it seem like she was kind of thrust into the situation. And because he's Leonardo DiCaprio, she couldn't say no. All right. Well, let me also point out that there are just in the main series, nine films. (laughs) That's not even including the Ewok films, Caravan of Courage and Battle for Endor, in which teddy bears fight a shape-changing witch. Oh, God. Well, spoiler alert there. Yeah. Then there's also Rogue One. Solo. Solo story. Yep. How how does Chewie not have his own Star Wars movie yet? I think he should have his own. He'd be the easiest person to recast because yep. he's just in yep. a giant Bigfoot outfit. Him and Boba Fett, really easy to recast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think getting down to the nuts and bolts of this, is it true? I hope to Question God mark? it is. Yes, I hope. Please, please, please. Unfortunately, it's not. No. So uh. the original tweet comes from an account called Atlasinophile. And oh, it is clearly marked as that. a satire page. So this is Hollywood satire. That didn't stop the tweet from going viral, though. And oh, people of course not. are yeah. very excited about the prospect that Leonardo DiCaprio might one day date them and book an entire theater to watch Star Wars. I would 100% watch Star Wars with Leonardo DiCaprio in a theater that he bought out. I, yeah. I have no qualms about it. I think we get along. We have the same Myers-Briggs personality. I don't so know. As far as, as far as the truth goes, it's coming from a satire page. Probably not your best indicator. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, uh, according to BuzzFeed, they are still together. Oh. Referring to her as an ex-girlfriend is joking that that's the reason she broke up with him. Gotcha. So they yeah. are apparently still together. She has not violated her NDA. All right. Not yet. Yeah. Good news. Yeah. Good yeah. news. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, however, there is a, like all good comedy, there is a seed of truth. Oh, is he is he a huge Star Wars fan? So apparently, while filming Don't Look Up, he oh, was yeah. cohabitating with the actor Jonah Hill, and he made Jonah Hill watch Star Wars The Mandalorian. <laughs> I've, I still have never seen it. I still have never seen well, it. Well, if you share an apartment with Leonardo DiCaprio, buckle up, Buttercup. You're watching I, America's favorite space bounty hunter. Do you think Leonardo DiCaprio smokes weed? 100%. Do you think? I know, I know Jonah Hill probably does. So, like, I'm just saying. 1,000%. I would 1 million percent. Just get high as fuck with both of these dudes and watch The Mandalorian. And I would I would write about Jonah Hill would be bored out of his mind then because he is not a fan of fantasy and sci fi. 
Oh, well, you know, isn't that kind of heartbreaking? Yeah, I, I like some sci-fi. I'm picky about my sci-fi, so I kind of understand it. But uh, I, I am picky about my sci-fi. And I'm not, I'm not into fantasy, but I like sci-fi. Well, I happen to be into both. I know you're so, into all kinds of dragons and jorks and quirks and borks and all I know, kinds of and shit. I, you know? I'm sure you log into our Twitter feed and you go, what the fuck is yes, all of dude, this? Literally. <laughs> the, the, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about. This is like some fucking alien movie that came out in 1979 that you're arguing about on <laughs> with someone. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Final ruling. Not true. Clearly not true. But wouldn't it be wonderful? It would what be. A, what a world. Yeah. What a world yeah. that would be if Leonardo DiCaprio just privately one on one every single neck bearded man between the ages of 18 and 47 could just sit alone in a dark movie theater with their TV hero. And the star of Titanic, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. And watch uh, Star Wars. Absolutely. Are there any other film franchises that you think you'd be even more interested in watching with Leo? Ooh, let me think about this. Um, Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Back to the Future would be good. I was thinking yeah. Inception. Then you could be like, yo, can you... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Drop some knowledge, Leo. What's going on here? There's there's only I I would watch Tenet with him because I have no idea what the fuck's going on in Tenet. Oh, he doesn't. He wasn't in that movie. Yeah. But he knows Christopher Nolan. Okay, so in our in our scenario, it's Christopher Nolan, the director of of both movies, by the way, for people who don't know. And then Christopher Nolan can answer all of Leonardo DiCaprio's questions about (laughs) Tenet and possibly the movie he was in. Uh, no, I'd watch Back to the Future. Um, what else would I watch with Leonardo DiCaprio? There's a fr- it has to be a franchise, so The Power of Three. Sure. Um, I mean, Alien. Alien. The Aliens trilogy. Okay. Let's get away from sci-fi. What other... Oh, I, I, Lord, first Lord of all, the Dra- Rings. Lord Dra- of the Rings. Well, I'm not a big sci-fi fan, so I don't want to watch Lord of the Rings well, I'm anyway. I'm saying what I would watch with Leonardo uh, DiCaprio. And you know what? I'd watch the fucking extended cut. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And then 15 hours later, you'd be done with your first two movies. I would <laughs> skip The Hobbit, though. OK. The okay. Hobbit should never The Hobbits should never have been made into a trilogy. That is a skinny little book. What the fuck were you thinking, Peter Jackson? Yeah, we, we read it when I was like in the third grade or some shit. It's like a kid's book. Anyway, no, um, Leonardo DiCaprio and Camila, you know, she's currently his girlfriend, but she only has to wait a few years to be his ex-girlfriend because she'll age out of it pretty quick. <laughs> he does. He, he exclusively dates really younger women and he just like goes through them. It's kind of gross, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, speaking of young people with uncertain futures, I did stumble across a screenshot from a website called US Uncut. OK, uh, which purports to uh, which. All yeah. uncircumcised news. It's all uncircumcised all un- news. All uncircumcised. <laughs> might be a, there might be a little anti-Semitism in there. I'm not okay with that. Th- that's coming up later in the episode too, my friend. <laughs> Just <laughs> wait, listener. Whales and anti-Semitism are coming up. <laughs> <laughs> so the headline on this article is a toddler has shot a person every week in the U.S. for two years straight. Well, he's been fucking busy. it's just i I tell you what those kids get into everything man i've got a uh i've got a one and a half year old right now and he is watch out every drawer cabinet cupboard he is actually he's downstairs crying i just heard him i just heard him somebody somebody took his gun away (laughs) he sounds like a sounds like a he sounds like a mega patriot (laughs) are oh god uh are you a gun owner or do you want to talk about are you a gun owner uh i'm i'm happy to talk about it I would believe you would have a firearm, but I don't know that for a fact. I do not own a firearm. Okay. I'm not wild about guns. I got my fill of guns in the army. Uh, would you be surprised to learn that I have the first time I shot a gun was basic training and I have not picked up a firearm since I left the army in 2009? 
I have picked up firearms. I have not fired a firearm. Honestly, I, they just really don't do it for me. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I have an advertised dick at least. I, ha- I at least have an advertised dick. Guns don't do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I shouldn't even joke babies with that. Are, babies are full of rage. Now tell them the world isn't fair and to shut the fuck up. <laughs> so as a distant, we're going to say a, uh, like a third party fan of the Boss Baby series. It's oh. always funny to imagine babies doing grown up stuff. That's why the. Uh, like having a briefcase and showing up to work. Yeah, like yeah, having a briefcase, you know. showing up to work and blowing everyone away. Oh, God. Like, what's that one movie with uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? No, I'll watch that with Leonardo DiCaprio, though, right now. Yeah, 100%. I would, too, in spite of some of the problematic stuff that hasn't aged well. Like the, uh, well, it's from the 80s. You know, you got it. It's, yeah. before, it's before it's time. You have to watch it in the, in the context of it being released, I think. But yeah. uh, what's that? No, is that, God, Kirk Douglas's kid. Michael Kirk Douglas. Douglas? Mike, Michael Douglas played this movie where he fucking goes in and shoots everyone. Oh, yeah. Uh, falling down. Yeah. It'd be funny if a baby did that. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Um, in a movie um, and not in real life, though. <laughs> no. Unless, you know, and the only place that happens is like Alabama and Texas. So anyway. Yeah. Well, funny Uh-oh. you should mention that. OK, so first question. Is it true? I, I would. T- yes, I would 100 percent would believe it's true. I actually started researching the topic before I even checked to see if the website was real and the headline was real. What I found was a lot of confirmation. Most of the a lot of dead babies. <laughs> actually, yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, unfortunately, there is a public policy uh, lobby group called Everytown Research and Policy. It's uh, they specialize in gun safety. Their entire purpose is to advocate for essentially gun control in one way I've heard of them. They really got active after the Sandy Hook uh, shooting. A lot of the reporting from NPR and and other websites was talking about a recent rise in shootings by children. Jesus. So in 2021, there were at least, and this is according to the Everytown Research website, in 2021, there were at least 342 unintentional shootings by children resulting in 141 deaths and 219 injuries nationally. Yeah, almost one a day. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. So statistically speaking, could a toddler have shot a person every week in the U.S. for two years straight? Absolutely. Based on those numbers, yeah, probably. More than that. More than that, yeah. But it's really unclear when they're they're citing that what they mean by children because Uh, elsewhere on the website, they they refer to children and teens, and they kind of group them in uh, 1 to 19. What? Uh, as, That's as, stupid. As child, and define them as children. However, they do get more granular on other parts of the site. Okay. Uh, before we get into the actual statistics of children-related oh, of, shootings. Of children murder. Yeah, before we get into the... Before well, we delve into murderers. that topic. I, We're not... But those... It could be children of, murder. It could be children it, murder. Actually, in 80-something percent of those cases, it is ch- children murdering other children on accident. Okay. Uh, so... Super upbeat. Sorry, folks. I can't wait to get to anti-Semitism so, Wales. <laughs> can you guess what the top five states oh, in yes, the US I could. are? Yes, I could. For child shootings. Absolutely. So we're going um in, it, which, in which a child has pulled the trigger. In no particular order. Alabama, Mississippi, Texas, Georgia, and I guess I gotta go with South Carolina or Florida. One of the two. Got to pick one, uh, Florida. You got three of them. Okay. What are the what, what are the five states? Number one, take a look at the man in the mirror, Matt. Florida. No. Well, yes. That I, is, that, I, I grew, that Florida I grew, is number. So I grew so, up in Florida. I grew up. Here in Florida. we go. 
Georgia is 17, uh, 17 shootings in 2021. I got Missouri that is 18. Florida has 23. Texas has 28. And Virginia. When I say take when I say take a look at the man in the mirror, Matt. It's gotta I be mean, literally right this moment. Take DC. a look at the man in the mirror. Ohio? It's Ohio. I'm wearing an Ohio shirt. I had to look at myself. <laughs> I, I, I I have my video cropped out so I can't see. So I just I mean he's like literally look, look in the mirror. I almost went to the bathroom to look, but uh but uh wow. Wait, so what are the five again? Ohio? Ohio is number one, then Texas, Florida, Missouri, and Georgia. That's just for 2021. I got two uh, of them. I got two of them then. Uh, you said Florida, Georgia, and Texas. Okay. All right. I got three. All right. Good. All right. So I, I took a look at 2020's numbers, and they're actually pretty similar. Texas was number one with 36, and Ohio was at 27. So, I mean, both of those okay. states, I don't know what the fuck is going on in Ohio that it's hanging out with Texas and Florida and Missouri well, I'll, and Georgia. I'll, I will but tell I can you. only assume it has to do with Jim Jordan. No, I'll t- yeah. Uh, the, and he, he serves one of the most gerrymandered districts in the country. You take a look at it. It looks like the jaws of life. It's crazy. But, um, you know, Florida... I, I feel I, I lived in Ohio for a few years. My fiance is from born and raised in Ohio. Um, so I want to tread lightly here, but I would definitely say that Ohio is the Florida of the Midwest. 100%. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I've spent some time in Ohio and there are parts of Ohio that are completely indistinguishable from Kentucky and West Virginia around it. Where in Ohio you have you o- been? Uh, I, I spent some time in Cincinnati. Okay. At least it's from a, a town called Gallup Police, Ohio, which is 30 minutes from West Virginia. So it's it, culturally, it is Appalachia, 100%. But if you if you surf around and you you look at some of the reporting, thankfully, like this is a fantastic resource for finding out about shooting violence and, and gun violence. And after exploring some other uh, news articles, I was, I was eventually able to navigate to a chart that breaks it down by age. So this is a quote from the Everytown website okay while teenagers 14 to 17 make up the largest group children five and under were the second largest age group impacted during the period under consideration at least 610 preschoolers and toddlers ages five and under managed to find a gun and unintentionally shoot themselves or someone else often a sibling or friend visiting for a play date and five and under is crazy that is over a six-year period so that's over 100 shootings per year wow this is On this, average. this really just has to do with people not securing their guns. Mm-hmm. This is 100% about uh, uh, unsafe storage of your firearms. But there might also be a toxic masculinity element. Well, yeah, because I mean, boys like playing with guns. It was lit- 80 plus percent of the people involved in these shootings were boys. Yeah, I feel like that, make, that makes in sense. In terms of the one pulling the accident, making accidentally the, the, the shooting. victim and the perpetrator. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And in some cases, it's the same person. Oh, fuck. Because they, um, they, a lot of them accidentally shot themselves. So now that we've talked about kids shooting themselves, which is horribly depressing, uh, I do want to conclude. I did find the original article, and it was actually based on uh, information gathered by the Washington Post for a two-year period in 2015 and 2016. They won a, a Pulitzer Prize for that project, by the way. Oh, wait to Build, way to build your fucking castle on the corpses of children. Well, Jeez, they're post. no, they're they are doing a public service by saying this. Yeah, um, <laughs> but so but, I, but I, they I, definitely <laughs> but, but they definitely sold ads on those articles. <laughs> yes, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to get as 
far away from that topic as possible because it is horribly depressing. Well, then let's However, go to the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> For an upbeat story about possibly an even cuter killer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Are we ready to move on? Is, is this? Yeah. Okay. So let me get my notes. Sorry. Short man. and sweet for the gun violence and children. All right. So um, this kind of popped up recently on the Internet. I also saw it on Twitter the first time I saw it. Hamas, the terror group, claims Israel or has. political group depends on who you're asking. Well, no, I, I feel comfortable they're, they're, saying Hamas feel, is a terrorist group. I feel group. pretty comfortable, too. Yeah, they, 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 they blow up buses and shit. So uh, Hamas claims Israel has killer dolphins. The Times of Israel. <laughs> and what, what's what's really funny is the Times of Israel says this is easy to mock, but, quote, not so far fetched. <laughs> <laughs> that is an Israeli newspaper. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as we have an image here, it is a dolphin, looks like a bottlenose dolphin, and it has what appears to be like James Bond's fucking revolver attached to his nose, attached to his bottle's <laughs> nose, and almost has like a lasso attached to his dorsal fin so as to keep the weapon on its snoot. The claim here is that I want to be real clear Hamas, again, a terrorist group, they alleged one of their naval commandos found a dolphin in the service of the Israeli Defense Forces. And they even goes as far as to say that someone was killed and they named the person that was killed by this dolphin. Well, I mean... Ryan, you spent time in Israel. How did you evade killer dolphins? You know, where I was in Israel was right on the beach. I think if there was an opportunity to encounter a killer dolphin, I would have done so on the Akko public beach. Interesting. However, on the years that I was there, actually, there was a increase in jellyfish population. So a lot of people stayed out of the ocean. That's climate it's, change. That has to do with climate change for yeah, sure. Yeah, and it's it's entirely possible that those jellyfish were put there by the Israeli government to keep us out of the water, to keep us safe from their killer dolphins conducting operations against uh, people in occupied territories. Well, if it isn't the killer dolphins you should watch out, maybe it's the genetically modified sharks that uh, Hamas accused Israel of infesting into Egyptian waters to attack swimmers. So all... <laughs> So already there are conspiracy theories that have to do with it's definitely caught up in anti-Semitism and, and Jewish people running the world. Here are some other animal related conspiracies that Israel has had to confront. Uh, radiation seeking lizards that ran into Israel to find uranium deposits. <laughs> okay. And how about various birds throughout the Middle East for spying? Right. So this is not the first time. There's actually a Wikipedia page dedicated to Israel related animal conspiracy theories. So th the. Birds as spies. Let's. There is also a larger conspiracy theory that is popular online. Oh yeah, the birds cover. are the birds aren't real. Birds, birds aren't, aren't real. real. They're all yep. government. They're all government spy automatons. They're the, all drones. The, the first time I heard about this, I was in Austin, Texas, and I was walking on my way to get some CBD, and uh, there, <laughs> they, yeah, and there was and yeah, par for the course for Austin, right? So um, I saw a bird up there, and it took a shit up, and it landed on someone. I, I, I turned to the guy next to me at a crosswalk, and I'm like, oh man, tough life, right? That sucks. And he's like, yeah, given that you think that the government did that, it's pretty horrible. And I walked away from the interaction, being like, what the fuck? And then <laughs> and then I found out that like there's conspiracy theory that birds aren't real that there's there's government spies like robots right and they charge on power lines we should definitely revisit right. this topic at another date though all right we'll <laughs> definitely do that but back back to these uh killer dolphins in a, in a released video hamas said one of their own saw it. again this is a hamas unit which is known as i, and I love this so much frogmen the naval commandos <laughs> yep so, uh, well, uh, I mean, that's a frogman is a common term used for naval commandos it, for, for Navy, Navy SEALs are called frogmen for sure. Yeah, yeah. Coll colloquially. Uh, so a terrorist frogman allegedly found a dolphin, which is a funny sentence uh, with, with, with a weapon on it. So 
Some news sites also falsely wrote that Hamas said that this person, Abu Saman, was killed by a dolphin. However, I, I found, according to Palestinian media, he was indeed killed by an Israeli airstrike uh, onshore. Uh, so Hamas is definitely using their their fallen to propagate this conspiracy. 100%. Okay, so... I, I think I, I took a cursory glance at this because I, I like to go into your topics blind so I can just ask questions. All right, perfect. Uh, but I did I did peek at the website and they indicated that it was a spear gun. But if he was killed by an airstrike, is it possible that this do- bottlenose dolphin was a spotter? Uh, it could be a forward observer. It could be a forward observer. Yeah. Using the laser to pinpoint the airstrike. What does Israel say about this? Uh, the state of Israel's official Twitter account joined in with a fun in a tweet. Uh, they tweeted eight Dolphin emojis, and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, on one hand, they're still talking about somebody who was killed uh, in a military action. Well, no, Israel's talking about there being presence of a dolphin, killer dolphin. Yeah, if if Hamas is going to turn an airstrike into a killer dolphin attack, I think it's fair game for Israel to chortle a little bit. But since we are, since we are referring to, we, we we have we have settled pretty clearly on feeling comfortable categorizing Hamas as a terrorist organization. Yeah. I think it's also worth noting that the Israel-Palestine conflict is an apartheid situation. Oh, also. absolutely. So absolutely. Yeah. There are no there are no absolute heroes here. Everyone sucks in this MI the asshole scenario. Everyone, Everyone sucks. sucks in this MI the asshole scenario. And there are a lot of civilians, both on the Israeli side and the Palestinian side, who are caught up in some other people's bullshit. One hundred percent. Yeah. And I feel like if, if anyone out there kind of questions that Hamas uh, is a terrorist organization, I would just point you to their own charter that says that they want to march the every Jewish soul into the sea. They want to completely wipe out uh, the state of Israel. I think that's all that their official charter is what sells is what really sells me other than their actions of blowing up people, civilians. Right. Anyway. It's kind of like the lost cause narrative in, in, in American politics. They're like, well, the Confederate states were founded about states. Right? It's like, no, they very clearly stated. Yeah, states were to do what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, yeah. This, this this is how I know uh, the Confederacy fought slavery is you could not join the Confederacy and not be a slave state. You had to have been a slave state to join the Confederacy. Oh, well, there you go. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. The, the, you are the company you keep. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so is this real? Well, uh, unfortunately, uh, Israel, um, other than this uh, eight dolphin emoji tweet, they haven't really uh, discussed it. But in 2015, Hamas made a similar claim, saying it captured a dolphin equipped with spying equipment, including cameras that was being used by Israel. This is not the first Hamas military dolphin claim. Uh, while okay. there's ample precedent of Middle Eastern countries falsely accusing Israel of using various animals for nefarious purposes, this fresh allegation was easy to dismiss. Uh, first of all, the harness that Hamas said was recovered from the dolphin, which apparently fit on its nose and, and has a spear gun, as you said, is similar in design to one used by the Soviet military. OK, so I, I guess I would say a couple things. One, it is not unheard of for military organizations around the globe, particularly the United States and Russia. Yep. To employ dolphins and other cetaceans in military operations and in a military capacity. So it is we've not, talked it's about not this previously. Of, yeah. Yeah. It's not outside of the realm of possibility that the Israeli government might have a similar program. It is not out of the realm of possibility. And we've definitely, we definitely talked about how the U.S. Navy has uh, sea lions and uh, Navy SEALs and dolphins. Um, Russia had the beluga whale that they think is an alleged spy, right? This is kind of funny. A business insider talked to a lecturer 
at Manchester Metropolitan University in the UK, whose research focuses on animals and human conflict, which how the fuck do you get that job, right? <laughs> he said that, quote, my own position is that theoretically this is possible, which is exactly the kind of attitude you expect someone who studies animals and human conflict. Yeah. Uh, but he is very, very skeptical. He says that he uh, agrees with the notion that Hamas's claims should be questioned. Um, again, this is not the first time Hamas has accused Israel of using, of using dolphins to target them with little evidence. I think final determination, there is no actual evidence that this is happening. But there's there, there's a difference between spying, which was the previous allegation, yes, and, yes. and and dolphin dolphin initiated dolphin murder. murder. Dolphin murder. First of all, a dolphin doesn't need a fucking spear gun to kill you. A dolphin can kill a human pretty easily. But it's way cooler if they use a spear gun. That that's true. That's true. I mean, like maybe it's like the 007 dolphin, right? Yeah, and I, I think the uh, the biggest problem here is that while it may be relatively easy for an Israeli soldier to distinguish friend and foe, though you wouldn't know it from many, many, many incidents. A dolphin might not have that same level of distinction, so arming them with a lethal capacity and setting them <laughs> loose on your own coastline is, is fucking probably dumb. not yeah. a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say th- I th- I would hope this idea got shot down pretty quick in the Ministry of Defense if someone floated it, right? It probably is not real. Hamas, they're just running out of their greatest hits to criticize Israel, and they have to go towards, you know, spear gun dolphins, I guess. I don't I'll know. tell you what, it grabs headlines. I mean, we're yep. talking about it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And that's how they know they've made it if we talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that is an Internet standard. Yeah. If you end up on the Don't Wreck Yourself podcast, it's basically the same thing as being like an anti-vax conspiracy going out on the Joe Rogan show. Oh, God. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. We are, we are the Joe Rogan show for crazy animal theories. <laughs> and if you're a dolphin out there that has found their moral compass and decided to use their powers for good instead of evil. Uh, this next Reddit question comes from user Danak Ain. How do I quit? And he adds some some uh, some additional context here. The last time I quit, I was 16 and was so traumatized by my job. Then I forgot all about the quitting process. I have no idea how to quit my job. Uh, so, Ryan, how would you quit your job? Do you want to call your employer? Or you want to do it in real time to serve an ex- as an example of how to do it? Uh, I, I mean, I have <laughs> I am not I am not going to quit my job today. I work okay. for a fantastic company. All right. Well, that, that, will they that sponsor reward- us? Will this are they that fantastic that they'll sponsor They're us? not that fantastic. I'm, I'm okay. not advertising right. my podcast at work for okay. obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me I mean, too. Not, Me it's too. not a secret. It's not a secret. Like there are some people at work that know I have a podcast, but it's not something I'm saying, hey, Check out my latest episode. <laughs> my, my boss has listened to the podcast and he likes the show, but he's not spreading it around at work, which I do appreciate. So how it's do okay you quit? If your boss knows how you feel about eating ass, just not <laughs> your other coworkers. Yeah, I don't want I don't want anyone else to know. Yeah, no, he, I'm, is, I'm, is that, I'm close you to my sign boss. a non-disclosure agreement before you link the podcast to. No, because I'm not dating him. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> um. So how, how do you quit? Oh gosh. The best way oh. to do this, I've quit a job before. Look, I'll be honest. I, 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 I the, the, the easiest way to do this is you type up a letter saying I resign effective the date. You hand it to your boss to say my last day is this. And then that's it. That's how you quit. I was all prepared to say I'm going to offer different advice than that. But that is exactly what you should do every yeah. single time. Yeah. You type up a letter of resignation explaining in writing, what your last day is, how you plan on wrapping up your responsibilities. That's even optional. That's optional, but I always address that. I say, hey, I'm leaving on such and such a date. I will make this information available in this time of transition. I generally recommend, if you're in the service industry, two weeks notice is polite. In any job, two weeks notice is polite. 
Well, some jobs, like for example, my current job, I know a uh, one of my one of my coworkers submitted his resignation. He was actually let he was let go immediately upon tendering his resignation because he was going to go work for a competitor. So there's uh, the, there's the possibility that confidential information could go to the competitor if okay. you don't lock things out immediately. So right here, uh, if you're working it to a competitor, don't tell your boss who you're going to work for. Don't tell the don't tell the job you're leaving who you're going to work for if you're going to a direct competitor. Yeah, and, and I mean they will ask, but you are under no obligation to tell them what you're doing. No, I, I the last job I quit, they they asked me to take my current gig. They asked me what are you doing, and I said I don't feel comfortable saying that right now. And that was the end of the conversation. You know, I just didn't yeah. I didn't want to tell them what I was doing. You know, and I still don't I still don't want my old job to know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know what you're doing right now. You just disappeared off the face of the earth. Yeah, Changed exactly. Your name, everything. I became I became Israeli Killer Dolphin is what I did. <laughs> By the way, Israeli Killer Dol- Israeli Killer Dolphin's a great band name. It's a little bit loaded though. Yeah, well, yeah, it would be. The dolphin would be loaded. <laughs> I'm sorry, is that dolphin loaded, sir? You can't have that here. You can't have a dolphin loaded. How many how many toddlers kill a kill with a dolphin every year? Who would win in a fight between a toddler and a dolphin, both to- armed with guns? <laughs> well, if the if the if the dolphin has a spear gun, the one with an actual gun is going to win. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so long story short, here is keep it professional. Yeah. Um. You know, you hear about all these kind of like rage quits or prank quits or. You know, fuck my old boss type of thing. And you know what? There there are times when that's appropriate, but one hundred percent. Yeah. When you are quitting your job, keep it professional because although generally and I've been an employer who has had to field questions from, you know, former employees like prospective new employers. the only thing I as an employer will ever tell them is yes, they worked here. Yeah. yeah. I do not color anything else. Because it is actually against the law to try to scuttle someone's future employment options. And, you know, um, that was actually the policy of my former employer is when people called to ask for, for uh, recommendations or, or want to see how they're doing, they just say, yes, this person worked here, here are the dates. That's it. That, that, that's yeah. our policy, which I think is actually pretty, pretty good. I think they should. Anybody I think, that yeah. I liked who is leaving my job, I usually, uh, if, if I felt so inclined, I would actually write them a letter of recommendation that yeah. they could use it any time. I actually fired somebody and gave them a letter of recommendation. <laughs> oh, wow. Can I ask what you fired him for? It, it was a restaurant job. So, Oh, so being, being stoned on the job or calling no. out, <laughs> calling out and not showing up or whatever. No, just, it, it was, it, it was failure to perform like some, some basic tasks too many times. And this is over the course of like two year period. It was just like, yeah, you know, what? I think it's time for you to move on and start fresh. I've told you many times, so you are fired. Here's a letter of recommendation. I think you'll do great things other places. I hope that this experience serves you well in the future. Yeah. That's yeah. basically it. And then she went into debt and uh, oh. I think she's in jail now. Oh, God. Well, you you know, you um, did you give her a letter of recommendation for jail? I did. I did. I, I wrote <laughs> she, the she should definitely letter. arrest this person. <laughs> do not, do, don't put her on kitchen duty. She's not going to clean up after herself. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I'll tell you who I wouldn't quit on. Uh, you know, actually, you know, fun fact, Rick Reynolds and I do know each other from that exact same job. Rick Reynolds, do, do we know each other from jail. We met in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Rick and I met in jail. <laughs> it was me, Rick, and Chopper Reed <laughs> in a Queensland correctional facility. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if you don't know who Chopper Reed is, look him up. He is a colorful character from Australia's criminal class. Uh, yeah. But the, the Ronnie John show, which is kind of like an Australian satire show, has amazing Chopper Reed sketches where he basically just pulls guns on people. It's fucking phenomenal. Highly recommend it. But I also highly recommend the music of Rick Reynolds. 
Uh, for example, the song United from the album Portals in Progress. Our show wouldn't be the same without it. No, it wouldn't be our show without the soft, soft tunes of Rick Reynolds. Um, which, where can you find Rick, by the way, Ryan? Uh, well, you can find him in person on March 4th at the Autumn Arch Beer Project in Newark, Delaware. But you can also find him online on Apple iTunes, Amazon, and Spotify, as well as YouTube, and on social media at Rick Reynolds. We're also on social media. We have a Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and, and Twitter. I almost almost forgot the Twitter. Um, we have a Facebook page and a listener group, so please make sure you're following and liking both. And rate us at five stars and tell a friend about our show. Yeah, and while we recognize that it is a terrible idea to be on social media, we encourage you to be on social media and liking all and of our content. Follow, follow, <laughs> and follow us, yeah, exactly. Follow us. I mean, if you have to be there, be there for the right reasons, which is supporting our show. Uh, 100%. 100%. Uh, you can also find us at wreckyourpod at gmail.com. You can send us your questions, inquiries, feedback, topic suggestions, and... Unicorn memes. Cri- and unicorn memes. Positive cri- cri- <laughs> and unicorn memes. I'm still waiting on them. <laughs> unicorn memes. I, I was going to say your heartfelt adulation, but yes, if that takes the form of a unicorn meme, then so be it. <laughs> Matt might even log into the email to read it. We'll see. We'll see. No promises. If between now and next week you find yourself hovering over the share button as you stare at an article claiming that the Israeli government has genetically engineered sharks to murder people off the coast of Egypt, we encourage you to check yourself. Don't wreck yourself. We are united, but we're so far apart.